Welcome, my friends, to Scrimey River, the Gaming Advice Podcast. I'm Riley. I'm Dennis. And we're here to solve your problems. Good to be back, Dennis. Good to, good to be back indeed. Good to see your face once again. Um, what's been going on? Uh, what do you mean, what's been going on? What has been going on, Riley? Well, why were we recording late today? You want to talk about that? Oh, yeah, I had a driving lesson. My <laughs> final two driving lessons, actually, as a matter of fact. Dennis is all grown up. He's a big boy now. Well, I'll have to pass the test still, which... I, so, <laughs> uh, it is relatively common here for people mm. who live in the city to not be able to drive, to be honest. Like, I'm younger in my group of friends than a lot of people, and a lot of those people still can't drive. I think in Europe, generally, like, I, I, for American listeners that live not Oh, in, they'll be shocked you know, to find out I'm 28 and can't drive, yeah. Like, you don't you don't have to be able to drive... To, to get anywhere. To yeah. get around in Europe, particularly in cities. Like, driving yeah. is often something you want to avoid. Because mm-hmm. it's not even it's often not even faster. But because um, a lot of I mean most European cities were not built with cars in mind. No, they're built a, a, a couple of a, a smidge, a couple of weeks before the car. Just was a couple invented, of weeks before the car arrived, Dublin. Someone, some John Dublin turned up. No, sorry, Patrick Dublin turned up. There you go, Patrick. And, he, <laughs> and he's like, this is the perfect place. Actually, no, Dublin was like a Viking town, dude. Mm-hmm. So it would have been like Bjorn Dublin, right? Bjorn Dublin, yeah. Bjorn Dublin. Do you know, do you know what Dublin means? Uh, what does it mean? Dove Lynn is uh, Blackpool. <laughs> okay, right. So the Black English, Lake, but it's just Blackpool again. Yeah. The English copied you there. Yeah. Um, so beyond Black Lake, he turns up and he's like, perfect spot for a town. And then two weeks later, Henry Ford turns Henry up. He's like, like beep, beep. Yeah, boop, boop. You forgot about these things. <laughs> he was like, ah, oh, damn it. Um, anyway, you're, you're not enjoying your driving experiences. It's just very stressful, man. And it's, it's weird because I know, like, I know a lot of people who can drive. And wow, I, sick I, brags, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean is, I know people who are idiots who can drive. See, I th- this was taking a sort of like, I'm not racist. I've got lots of black friends. No, but know? I'm not racist. I know lots of people who can drive. Yeah. I don't hate driving. I know lots of people who can drive. No, no, like, I know right. people who I would, th- who are morons. There are morons who can drive. Yes. So I don't know why it stresses me out so much. Yeah, I don't hate I morons. I've got lots reps. of friends who are morons. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just need, I just need more reps. Uh, it's true. It's difficult though. And Nikki, plug your ears. It's causing some strain on my relationship, Riley. Oh no! Well, if I try and drive the car with Nikki in it, Nikki fears for her life. Are you, so why is this? Are you an erratic driver? Are you a dangerous driver? Are you I'm, a no, reckless right, the, driver? The, the thing about my driving is right is that I don't really know how to do it. Ah, so you're an incompetent. <laughs> I'm driver. a learner driver. Yes. You might say. Do you get nervous? No, I mean a little bit. I'm just not very good at it because I haven't done it. Like I like I don't know what to tell you. I've driven, you know, whatever the logbook says, 15 hours in my entire life. Uh, wait, what? Really? Yeah. So in Victoria, where I'm from, you have to log 120 hours before you're even allowed to sit your test. You have to do 12 lessons. Each lesson's an hour long, and the last lesson's a fake lesson because it's supposed to be on night driving, and you don't have to actually do it. It's just to explain to your headlights work, and then that's it. It's like oh, there's the button there. Press that. The lights come on. Oh, good. And well, that- you, you're fully mm-hmm. qualified to drive at night. Mm-hmm. That's pretty recent as well. Up until about seven or eight years ago, maybe even less, there was no requirement. My like, dad, Hello, one driver's license, please. We were living a libertarian dream, Riley. My dad was always like, the like he thought that sitting a driving test should be like it shouldn't be because his his thing was always like a car is a weapon, you know. I mean, it kind of is. And he was like, you know, you shouldn't be able to drive. You shouldn't be able to get your license without sitting. Like not just 120 hours of practice and a, a driving test. Like he wanted full on like do university exam test, type test thing. every two years or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. And I guess it makes sense, but like I don't know. It's not. It's a complicated task, but it's not a difficult task once you get to once you get used to it. Yeah, I think I agree with that assessment. But it's it is highlighted to me mm. how inches from death I've been in my entire life as a pedestrian. 
Oh, because there are just so many people on the road like you driving. I mean, so also, but, so but many, in your words, morons that are behind yeah, the I, wheel. Right, but I'm like, I'm like, I mean, it's different with the driving instructor because they have an extra set of pedals. But yeah. broadly speaking, I'm like, there's nothing to stop me just driving this onto the pavement. Wow, you shouldn't really be having these thoughts, Dennis. This is like the little <laughs> no, voice. When, you know when postal. you're on the top of a mountain or, you know. Off, off, Call the, the voice. Like, Jump off. Go, let's go. Yeah, yeah. You got, you got it. You can't listen to that voice, man. And then some people, some people do stuff like drive drunk or text while driving, and I'm that's, like, how? I mean, that, that's that, that's inexcusable. That's absolutely yeah. inexcusable. Obviously, it's so much plate spinning, man. It's stressful. Yeah. Well, I want to say you'll be all right, but maybe you won't. And <laughs> if Dennis is not around next week, it's because he drove his car off, you know, off the off the cliffs of Moa. That's like two hours away, but Riley. Well, Dennis, Dennis, you're a very bad driver, so I wouldn't be surprised if you're like, all right, I'll drive down the shops, and all of a sudden you're like, wait, so I'm, in, I'm, in county, I'm, in, I'm in County Kerry. How did this happen? Um, the Cliffs of Moher are not in County Kerry. I was trying to think of what county they're in. What county are the Cliffs of Moher in? Clare, I think. Is it County Clare? Yeah. Maybe. Then when I went, we went to did they just name the, the Did they just name all the counties after, like, you know, a person what lived there? Oh, this is County Clare. That's County Clare. Dibs. Clare out there went dibs. Yeah, Clare's like, it's mine. Kerry's like, oh, damn it. I guess I'll take the one further to the south. Uh, Bloke right, named Cork is like, yeah, okay, here. I'll have this one, I guess. We're going to get a little bit blue here for a moment. Okay, excellent. There's a town in Croatia. In Croatia? In Ireland. Sorry, oh, there, there, there my, are so many dumb stuff. town names. There's like Fanny's Town and... Well, there's a town. There's a town called Muff, famously. Well, that's what I want to talk about. Oh, okay, Muff. good. Yeah, Muff. And, and the storied history yeah. of the Muff Diving Club. Yes, you can go and buy Muff Diving Club um, merchandise. It's in Donegal. It's a real... Th- you can buy a Muff Diving Club t-shirt right now. Is it not in Northern Iron? Uh, I thought it was in Northern Iron. It's no, up north. It is in the Narn of Ireland. Okay, but it's not in Narn Iron. Not yet, no. Okay, sure. All right. Um, yeah, I, I drove around Ireland with my brother many years ago, and we looked. We actually went out of our way to go and take photos of ourselves in front of signs in Ireland, like road signs that were dumb, mm-hmm. um, like Fanny's Town in Wexford. Classic. Um, Fanny got there and was like, "Dibs." Yeah, Fanny got there. Was like, "This is this is mine." And people were like, "Please stop calling yourself Fanny and go back to what was Fanny short for again?" Fanny Fran? Fran, yeah, Fran, Fran, Francine, or Fran, something like that. What is Fanny yeah. short for? Yep. What um, is Fanny short for in England? Fanny is short for Francis. Francis, there you go. Yeah, but there are so many other. There's so many other stupid ones. Uh, two mile Boris. You know, is you it know, two miles from a place called Boris? I, I've got no idea, but there's a place called Two Mile Boris. Um, there's Termon Fekin with an E, wow. so I don't have to bleep that. There's also more. Um, there's also more straightforward ones like Dixborough. That's. I mean, that's a classic. You know, Bastard Town. Bastard Town is very. We didn't get to Bastard Town, unfortunately. That's in Wexford as well. Knobber. Yeah. Oh, there's oh, there's Kilcock, Fanny's Town, yeah. Mall. Yeah. Blue yeah, Ball. Yeah, yeah. Dyke Parade in Cork. <laughs> Silly names. Oh dear. Ireland. Vinegar Hill. What will you think of next? Horse. This is a place just called Horse and Jockey. Horse and or horse at horse and jockey? Is that a pub or what is this place in Tipperary? Called Hang Horse on. and Jockey. Anyway, Dennis, you'll be able to drive to all of those places and more when you do your driving test. So right, as much as I might not be fine out in the open road, you know what has been fine? Go on. The Scramia River affiliate code, really. So why is another this another W for the as as often says, chalk up another one for the good guys. I don't like Smashing this. Code Night. Again. I need to... The, do you know the problem is, though? On my stream, I've been streaming a lot of Age of Empires. 
I know I have not checked how our purchases of trebuchets have been. Actually, now, how many? Fair. Yeah, how many? Uh, you know, can, can you buy flaming camels at channelfiber.com? Oh, brief aside, because I do want to talk to you about Age of Empires very quickly. Uh, yeah. This is for all your Magic Gathering Pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh card needs. Maybe now's the time. Pick up a Yu-Gi-Oh starter deck. Give it a shot. Use code SMART when you do it. Really helps out the podcast. Keeps the lights on. Keeps the mics on. Keeps them hot. Thank you very much. Also, keeps Dennis bragging. Now that he's got control of the... the, the I don't. I don't. I don't like this. I have, I, the, I have all the information. The Patriots right are trying to control the digital flow of information. Do you know what I preferred? When I got all the money and you got none. Why can't I have two money and no kids? Yeah, like this This would be much... Why can't I have two affiliate code and no... You do no have te- two affiliate codes! And no teasing. I don't have the smart code anymore. You, you hacked it. You hacked it off. You went off... You you. Gabby sent the email to me and you somehow and some way hijacked my ability to... So, Riley, some interesting stats here. Oh, are, are, they, are they interesting? Well, it depends on how we're classing these victories because you might have actually won. Oh, excellent. Go. Okay. I like this. So, Scrimy River, eight customers for 13 con- transactions. Thank All you right. for the repeat service. I appreciate that. Yeah, back for more. They're like, I love that so much. I'm going to go back again. Riley Knight, five customers for 10 transactions. Double. See, everybody bought twice. See, my, yeah, that's the thing. I, I attract a, I attract a clientele. They're loyal. Dennis. And then the upset, Riley. Go so, on. this clearly sorts by conversion. So, in the scoreboard, it has ranked Scrammy River above Riley Knight on my yeah. dashboard. Mm. But, but Scrammy River, $484.61. Yeah. Cause this is what we, this is what we want, right? Like the actual, actual volume. Riley Knight. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. 517. Yeah, boy. Let's go. That's it. See, I have discerning loyal deep pockets your customers your fans are ballers with deep pockets dude they're subscribers to your stream they're clearly fine with just burning money so i don't see why That's this would be not true no they have a taste for the finer things in life Dennis. the finer things in life the finer things in life and that's why they go to channel5.com that's why i use the coupon code night that's why they subscribe to my stream you love to see it coupon code Scr- night at checkout let's go scrum you over friends if there was ever a time i needed you yeah to- oh no no absolutely for all the all the Poor, you know, all the people okay. scraping together their heavily played, you know, garbage pauper decks or whatever. Oh, coupon code SMART, please go ahead. For those discerning listeners who are trying to find, you know, who want those mm. premium foils, who want those exclusive cards, coupon code night. It's the only choice. If you've ever been on the fence about buying yourself a box of an Australian Midnight Hunt or something, please head to channelfable.com right now. Coupon code, code SMART. So that I can brag about it next week. No, no, no. I appreciate no, no. it. Absolutely Riley, not. okay. Got a couple things I get across, but you mentioned Age of Empires 2. I want to talk to you about that. Okay, You're budding a new professional gaming career. Uh, I am streaming Age of Empires 2. I am famous. So as far as I can tell, having watched you stream in a little bit, Age of Empires 2 is a survival horror game <laughs> in which you run from a boar, it appears. <laughs> Is that you run through the forest from a boar, yes. Yeah, yes. and then sometimes the person dies, and you start again, and you and you and I hear you go Gah! at the thing and hit restart. That seems to basically be how the game goes. I have not. So, for those of you who don't know Age of Empires, in it you have to. There is. It's funny, yeah. Boars actually play a bigger part than you'd think. You have to basically lure two boars back to your town center and harvest food off of them. It's a very difficult thing to do. Like well, once it's a very difficult thing for Riley to do. It's a very difficult thing for me to do. Once you get the hang of it, apparently it's easier, but the boar just kills your villagers if you if you make the slightest mistake, the boar hunts you, not the I other mean, way around. I feel like it would be very easy for you to just aggro the boar and then just send your villager to the opposite side of the town centre. I feel like that would work every time. This is, see, Dennis is just regurgitating what people are saying in the chat. It doesn't <laughs> always work. Sometimes the boar gets a couple of hits in. You have to garrison the, the, the villain, the TC. It's not, it's not as easy as you're making it out to be. 
Um, and as far as I can tell from watching Riley, I think the best thing to do when playing the game is to keep your town center guessing. Sometimes it's making villagers, no. sometimes it's not. Just keep it, you know, <laughs> keep it on its toes. Listen, it's really hard. Okay, it's really hard to make sure your TC doesn't idle, but I'm doing my best. I'm, I'm on Basically, record. You want to be churning at villagers as fast as possible. And to do that, you need meat and you get meat from boars and yeah. eventually from berries and eventually from farms. Yeah. Yeah. But Riley always is bad at me making sure that the town center is always making villagers. So sometimes the chat just devolves into idle TC, idle, idle, yeah, idle, yeah. idle, idle TC, 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 TC. Cause it's I great. love it. It's premium content. It's, the thing is, I'm, I'm jumping in at the deep end and I'm going for, uh, basically what I'm doing essentially, Dennis, is I'm net decking, right? Yeah. You're doing the tutorials for the way to play the game properly. Right. So this is the equivalent of someone who is brand new to magic, right? Picking up a... Okay, I'll give you the perfect... Do you know... I'll actually, perfect example, because I did this with magic. I bought... I net decked something years ago, right? It was like... It was just a Gavin Verhey casual fun deck that he put on Daily MTG. And it had lightning bolts. So I had three, four cups of lightning bolt the deck. Anyway, so I went into my LGS and I was playing with people and then I was like, oh, I want to play against your legacy deck, right? And this guy's like, you know, I'm going to absolutely stomp you like this deck. You know, he's playing like mm-hmm. Grixis Delver or whatever. It's, this deck's going to absolutely crush you. I'm like, all right, whatever. I just, I just want to play, right? Anyway, turn one, he plays a Delver. Turn two, I play a mountain and a lightning bolt targeting him. Mm-hmm. Right? And he's like, you should probably kill the Delver. I'm like, no. Uh, sorry, you're like the Delver does one damage. Yeah, to it's me? like you're I on seventeen. Know. I'm I'm winning, right? Yeah. And this this is where I am at with Age of Empires, right? Like I'm looking at these these high level openings, these build orders and stuff, and they are so optimized, Dennis, and they're so rigorous that like mm-hmm. the slightest mistimed thing, the slightest. Oh, it's build three villagers, get them started on ward. Once you have a certain amount of ward, take one of those villagers, move them over to doing this. And if you do any of it in the wrong order, if you do it, like there was one point when I was playing it and by the end of it, I had like a thousand more wood than I needed, right? And it was because at the, you know, 10 minute mark, I didn't take one villager off of wood and put them on a farm, Mm -hmm. right? And all of a sudden I'm floating way more wood than I need, right? And so then the next time I'm like, all right, make sure I get them on wood, but I forgot one on gold. So I didn't have enough gold, right? Like these... (laughs) This isn't the these aren't there's no margin for error with the way that I'm 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 trying to learn how to play. So, so Riley, every every good story needs a villain. Go on. And as much as you are playing these tutorials, trying to make yourself better at the game, mm. as your friend, mm. I have now purchased and downloaded Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition. Uh, is that true? Or Dennis, did you well, purchase? I the wrong uh, one. No, did you purchase and download the Age of Empires HD Edition? So first of all, why are they both? Well, they're both. Why are they stupid. both? <laughs> why are they both? But then I think I might have actually done the tech. So, Age of Empires HD Edition mm. is $19.99. Yeah. Age of Empires Definitive Edition is $19.99. Very confusing. The bundle that contains both of these games is also $19.99. So, what I did was I bought the wrong one, by mistake, obviously, and then yeah. I submitted a refund. I was yeah. like, hello, I'd like to refund this game. I Which, like, Steam just does. Like, it's Which part of the do, thing. Yeah. If, if, you play, if you own it for less than two weeks and play it for less than two hours, they would just refund it, no questions asked. So, then I went to buy the correct one, the Definitive Edition. Yes. Still $19.99. But, because I owned one of the games in the bundle, also priced at $19.99, I could get the bundle for $14.99. <laughs> so, oh. what will have happened in the end is I will have bought Age of Empires Definitive Edition for $5 off. I don't think that it'll work, but I hope I, it I does. And you found the inf- you yeah, found the but- infinite money glitch, so that'll be great. I mean, um, infin- it's not really infinite money glitch as so much as the infinite copies of Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition glitch. Point is, the game has got its hooks into me. I can feel it. I want to get good at it. And this is what I wanted to say. I am like on record on this podcast as being someone who doesn't like hard games. I don't li- like. I will play on easy mode, right? I have no problem with that. This is the first game that I've played since I don't know when. Since Hades, I think, right? Where I've been like, 
I want a challenge. I'm ready for the challenge. You know what they say about pride, Riley? Go on. It goeth before your fall. And I was watching you do this stream, and I was like, I can do these starts. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure I can do it. Dennis, that's your pride, and it will go before your fall. I know. No, no, because no. I'm pretty sure I, pride goeth before Riley's fall. Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something, mate? I had exactly the same feeling. I was like, I saw the build orders, right? Downloaded the mods. My head goes, ah, this will be fine. This will be good content on the stream because, like, I'll, you know, I'll be mm. fine and I'll, I'll, you know, hopefully improve a little bit like that. As soon as I started doing it, I'm like, oh my goodness, this is so hard. So I would love, I would love to see you. Would, uh, but Riley, love you to subscribed you. to the two step program. This training two step program for success. I'm doing my very best at it. Number but, one, know. lure. Number two, boar. <laughs> <laughs> number one, lure. Number two, boar. Is it um, called luring? Or is it called kiting? It's called luring. Luring? Because you're luring the boar back to your town yeah, center. Because yeah. the, the boar spawns off in the forest, like miles away. You have to go get it. So well, what you could do is you could send a bunch of villagers out there, kill the boar. Kill it over there. Well, but that, well there's two problems there. One, you're using a lot of villagers to do it. And two, they have to, when they fill up yes. on food, they have to walk all the way back exactly. to the center to deposit So what you do basically is you send one villager as bait, attack it once, the boar comes back with you. Right? Dies next to the town center. Dies next to the town center, and then you don't have to... Um, so that's the idea. Anyway, it is a deep, fascinating, complicated, difficult, and very challenging game. And it has got its hooks into me. And I don't know. I'm going to be getting into it. I don't know why I want, I want to get really good at it. <laughs> you want to get <laughs> just good, because just, you're good to, at it. To spite me. Yes. I want to be the villain in your story. Yeah. We'll get it and practice. Do the build orders. And then we can 1v1 each other. That's going to be so good. Oh, like absolutely crush you. Like, I'm, or, I'm already way ahead of you, dude. And yet... The thing is, Dennis does, like, he is very, like, spite is a powerful motivator for Dennis. Oh, it really like, is. Only, I, I shouldn't paint you too badly. Mild spite? Yeah. Like, Vexing. Dennis, Dennis is, yeah, Dennis is not a, like, toxic and destructible, destruct, destructful, destructive person, but if he can mildly spite someone, oh my goodness me, anyway. Um, to answer a question, Riley, should we help a poor soul out there in the wild? Yes, let's go. We've got a few questions to get through today. Um, do send them in. Bit.ly slash join around this Discord. Scroll down. There's a topic. Suge- oh, there's a, yeah, the a, a came submission. Yeah, a little dry from the question well this week. A little, so. little dry, a little dry, a little dusty. Um, so do do send in those questions, please. Questions, queries, quandaries about video gaming, gaming in general, Magic the Gathering, whatever you want, and we'll get to them. Age of Empires questions. Let's go. Um, I've played a lot of Age of Mythology. So Most your question's the- on Age of Mythology. It's funny Most because I was child. about to mock you for being like, you know, a game that came out 15 years ago. If you want to talk about that with Dennis, he's all here. But then again, like, I'm starting to get into a game that came out literally 20 years ago. So, yeah, yeah, I can't really talk. Anyway, this is the this is the P.D. Raheem question that we teased last week. We're not doing this every week. I don't want to tease the next week's question. I mean, before we start recording, you're like, we might not get to Carl's question this week. And no! Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. P.D. Raheem's question. Um, P.D. writes in and says, I'm go. going to snipe you. I play a lot of RPGs, and I find that at any point I get the least bit stumped, I pull out my phone and open up the online walkthrough guide and see what to do next. The easy accessibility of the answers is so tempting that I sometimes think that I never let myself be truly challenged in these puzzle or quest-driven games. I loved strategy guides when gaming through RPGs of the past, but for some reason I feel lazy for using the internet in a similar fashion. Any wisdom or advice? Yes. Well, well, definitely. first of all, I can give you a, I don't know if it's wisdom or advice, but I can definitely give you a me too. Mm, mm, you relate. I, I mean, there's a there's a uh, Pete Holmes is a comedian that I'm a big fan of. His podcast is really good. You should check it out. It's called You Made It Weird, um, and he has a bit about how this free this freedom of information has removed so much magic from our lives. I've, I I think I I don't know if it's the same guy, but it's there. I remember seeing a thing where it's like the internet kind of sucks because you can no longer have that conversation at a dinner party arguing about who was the guy in that film. Yeah, it's the same thing. He he he's like you'd be, before you'd be sitting in bed and you go, "Where's Tom Petty from?" 
Yeah. And then you meet someone at a party and you go, do you know where Tom Petty is from? And they go, Florida? Yeah. It feels like Florida. And you'd be walking in the street and you'd see a girl in a heartbreaker shirt and you go, where's Tom Petty from? And she'd tell you the answer and that would be how you met your wife. Yeah. And this wave of realization would wash over you. There's no anticipation anymore. No. Because you're at dinner and you're like, hey, wait, what film was he in? Hang on one second. You Google it. It's like, oh, okay, sure. It was, you know. Alexa, where's Tom Petty from? This is great podcasting. Can't hear that. Can hear a muffled. He was born in Florida in 1950. Okay. There you go. I don't even, even know who Tom Petty is. Is he one of the Heartbreakers? Uh, is he associated uh, with the Heartbreakers? Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers? Tom Petty. I don't even know who this man is. Anyway, I know he's, he's in the Tramley. He's in the Tramley Wilburys. Mud Crutch. I thought Heartbreakers might be the name of an album. I'm not sure. But anyway. he sings I Want Back Down. You know? No idea. Anyway, um, this is something that I am shamefully guilty of, and I hate that I do it. But as we were talking about game difficulty before, I think it's right? similar to, the, to your compulsion to do things optimally. Yes. I think it's in the same brain space. It's like, why I don't want to waste time. Like, one one of the reasons I enjoy playing games like uh, like Zelda games on stream is because, especially the older ones, like when I played um, when I played uh, A Link, Link to the Past, Past, right? That game was just made in like the 1800s, right? So it's one of those games that people explained to me in the chat. It's one of those games that when you're a kid, you just tried everything possible or called the Nintendo helpline. But like it was one of those games you wanted as many hours as possible. So you just went into every cave. You tried to, you, you, you know, run into every tree. You dug in every, every spot you could, whatever. And I don't like doing that. I don't have time to do that anymore. And so now whenever I'm like even the least bit stumped or stuck with something, I'll be like, all right, I'm just going to look it up. I don't care. You know? Also this, this sort of like, I don't, I don't have time to do that anymore. Um, this is we talked about this before. This mm. is uh, impacted me most in Ubisoft style games. It's made me not want to play Far Cry Six. Yeah, I don't have time. I don't have time to climb the tower and yep. do the thing and come down and like, I don't. I'm not doing it. Yeah, exactly. And it's uh, I got it's packages rid- to deliver in Death Stranding. I'm not doing. It, it. It's ridiculous. Like years ago, if you looked at a game, it's like hmm, not even forty hours. I'm not going to play that. You know, you look at The Witcher. It's like, oh man, this game's hundred hours. Whatever, fantastic. Let's go. Right now, I look at that. I'm like, I, I don't have the time to do that. It's the same with movies, dude. Like I went to see Venom Two the other night, which is a horrible movie, and I recommend everyone see it. Um, and we got in. I got on. It was like runtime ninety four minutes. I was like, hmm. Oh yeah, in and out, Chris. easy. Whereas I would look at that and be like, "That's too short." You know, I paid good money for this this movie oh, ticket. Right. Let me tell you, I when you're when I you're forty five minutes into Venom two, let there be carnage. You are not going to be wishing for more. <laughs> I, I, I like, oh, I wish it were eighty four minutes. It um, is the most dizzyingly paced film I've ever seen in my entire life. It is not a film you watch; it's a film that happens at you. Okay, I'm never going to say it. So whatever. Um, <laughs> All right. This. This. It's a, it's a problem, and I don't know how to get around it. And uh, the the game that really pops out to me because Dennis, one of my all time favorite games. It's one of my top five, and it was one of my top fifteen in my top five favorite gaming. Well, yeah. Subnautica. And did you look up a lot playing Subnautica? Eventually, right? Because the game doesn't do a lot of hand holding at the beginning. It gives you an idea. It's sort of it, it lays out the blueprint. It's like, hey, you have to find the pieces for this machinery so you can rebuild it, right? Here's how you find... It doesn't even show you where the first bit is. It's like, you look in this kind of area and maybe you'll find it. But then it doesn't say where to find the rest of the stuff. You just have to explore and run across stuff, right? And there was a point at which I wanted a certain, like... I can't remember exactly. I think I was was looking for the... I think it was a laser cutter. I can't remember. But I needed the third piece of the laser cutter, right? Mm -hmm. And the game is just like, explore until you find it, you know? And, well... 
part of me is like, that's great because that like it's immersive. It's, you know, that that is what would happen if you were in that situation. You would just have to look until you found it or ran across it. But then another part of me is like, I don't have time. I'm not going to spend four hours looking for this one piece. I just want to get on with the oh, game. Oh, what petrifies and- me there is what if I had been there, but I missed it. That's another thing as well. It's like, but, but, you know, the pieces are all roughly together. So I had two, but I couldn't remember where I'd found them. So it's like, well, I know I've been in the right area, but I, I don't know. I don't really have any wisdom or advice, but I can say that like, I, 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 I know. Think I, I think I do. Go, go on. Cause I, I, I think, need the advice as well. Cause my advice is don't do it, but I'm not taking that advice. I think your advice, I think the best thing to do is to try not to do it, but forgive yourself and accept that sometimes you will and it'll be okay and you're not really ruining the experience i did this i did it in death thing death a while ago i was like where do i do how do i do this because i i I, there's a point where trying to figure something out becomes unfun Mm -hmm. and it is up to you to be you know diligent about where you place that point for yourself yeah and not you know punish yourself by you know you're not 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 cheat yourself out of too much of the game well here's what i've found with that right because you make a really good point the first time I look something up, for example, the laser cutter in Subnautica, it's because mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm playing this game to have fun, right? Yep. I'm not having fun anymore. I don't want to keep digging through these wreckage at the bottom of the sea. I just want to find, I, I just want to know where the laser cutter is so I can get into the next bit, right? So that's the threshold. And I'm like, right, I'm not having fun. I'm going to look this up. I look it up, find the thing, and I have fun. The problem mm-hmm. is, Dennis, that breaks the seal. And then the next time I have an even inconsequential setback, I'm like, I'll just look it up because I've already done it once. Does that make any sense? Like, it's it's because I've already broken the seal and I've already mm-hmm. got the wiki open on my second monitor. I may as well just look up where the next bit is. I mean, once 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 you start down that path, it's hard. Like, there's a mm. little bit like, but there's also this like, you are playing games to have fun. Mm. That's this you're going to, to for like recreation purposes. There's a, another comedian, Diabrini, who talks about when he played guitar here. I think it was actually Rock Band for the first time. He's like, I bought Rock Band. I'm a busy guy, and I wanted to play Enter Sandman. Yeah, it was on the, and I wanted to play it, but you have to unlock Enter Sandman. Mm, mm. So, so I was like, I'm sitting there in my underwear, you know, halfway through by map, halfway through maps by the yeah, yeah, yeahs, being like, this is bull. I unlocked Enter Sandman with my credit card when I bought this game. Yeah. why is it making me do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure, and that, that comes up in games a little bit. So sometimes, it, like I'm sure, and like we talked about the classic, I'm sure look looking for materials in the Mako and Mass Effect Two is also very annoying. Yeah. Um, so you have to decide whether or not the challenge is in you or the challenge is just, like the ga- games aren't all designed perfectly. You have to figure out when you're not having fun anymore. And and not be, yeah. I, I, the thing you, you said before that I want to come back to is diligence. Like mm-hmm. being honest with yourself and like, are you doing just this because you're yeah. lazy or are you doing this because you are actually like, because I look back in Sub- Subnautica and I wish I had not looked up all the stuff that I did. So I could have extended that period of, because, you know, th- there came one point where I didn't even bother looking. I needed a certain type mm. of mineral. What is it? I, I forget what it's called. It was the one. It's the one that the walkers at the bottom of the sea shit out. I can't remember what it is. Never played this game. It's I, I'm, uh, I can't remember what it was. But I didn't even bother. I think it was just gold geodes or something. I can't remember. Anyway, whatever, whatever it was. You just Googled it right away and we're like, there it is. Off I, I was like, okay, I need these things to buy this, to, to, to build this thing. Where are they? Ah, they're there. I'll just go straight to it. You that's know, no good. and that's bad, and that and that's the point that I got to. So I can because really it, that turns the game into a chore list. Yes, yeah, it just turns into a like tick these boxes. You know, it's just a fetch quest game that you use to make nicer glass in your sub base submarine base. Yeah, so it's really tough, Petey, and I don't have a good advice, uh, any good advice to give you. But I think Dennis is right. Like it, it is a question of sort of knowing yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Knowing your limits, knowing at what point and for what reason you're looking up games. Uh, walkthroughs and stuff 
And um, I guess the only piece of advice I give you is don't have it open on your second monitor because then you'll just alt-tab to the Subnautica wiki and look up the next thing when you need it. So <laughs> Hopefully that helps a little bit, Petey. Sorry. I think with puzzles, maybe it's a bit easier to figure out when you need to look it up. Well, the, yeah. Well, the more binary the decision, the easier it is. Like with puzzles, sometimes the problem, the, prob- just- the problem with Subnautica is you you kind of erode yes. at it bit by bit. Yeah, I remember the puzzle. Have you played The Witness? Uh, a little bit, but I got bored of it. Yeah, so I played The Witness years ago, and there was this fantastic guide on Polygon, right? That because The Witness is a really hard puzzle game. Mm-hmm. And like some of the puzzles are so obnoxious as well. Like some of the puzzles, I, you know, some of the puzzles when you solve them, you're like, oh man, that was, oh, of course. And like, it feels great. And then some of the puzzles are like, are you kidding me? Really? Mm-hmm. Right? Ugh, all right. And the polygon guide was fantastic because what it would do is it gave you a series of hints. Mm-hmm. And then if you didn't want to, if you just couldn't do it, you just click on the button and the spoiler would reveal and it would it'd actually tell, this, tell you the solution. And that was perfect. And I think I did a good job of getting the most fun out of the game, out of that game, because there were hints that, you know, there was one that you had to listen to like audio cues and that had even, that had, hadn't even occurred to me. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then in this guide, I remember, I think it was written by Justin McElroy. He's like, use all your senses while exploring mm. this area. And I'm like, what do you mean all my senses? I can, what are you talking about? What, you want me to touch things? Smell what are you talk- the game. Right? Smell the game. I was like, what are you talking about, Justin? And then when you hear like the noises, you're like, ah, uh, all That's my That's almost senses. like a clue in an escape room, though. Yeah. You know? But that but that, that kind of thing. And that, not all, that doesn't exist for all games, but that was a... With puzzle games, it might be a bit easier. But yeah, with like RPGs or exploration, that sort of stuff, it's hard. It's hard to know. Anyway, I hope that helps, Petey. Sorry, I was kind of useless. Dennis doing the heavy lifting on that one there. Right, this is something you'll have a lot of experience with. Go on. There's a shark in the water. Shark in the water? Oh, <gasps> Dennis, is it time for a shark tale? Woohoo. Let's go. Somebody brings us in and says, where do I fall on the shark asshole paramount <laughs> spectrum? Sorry shark asshole. Am I the shark asshole? <laughs> Am I the shark butt? Shark butt. Woohoo. Let's go. Um, they say sorry for the long submission, Robbie. Have you edited the submission down? Mm-mm. Oh, it's not that long then. So well, let's see. Let's see. No, nope, oh, what, what was the character limit? Two hundred sixty-three words. Under three hundred is probably okay. So All the, right. yeah, I think I think we put the character limit at what was it? I can't remember. I don't remember. I can't remember. Uh, they were in say back in high school, one, no one friend knows. in our playgroup, let's call him Matt, had an older brother in college who needed money, so he sent his magic collection to Matt to sell off cards to our group. He was pretty desperate for cash, so Matt was basically told to accept any offer if no one else was interested in a card, with the only rule being that he couldn't buy all the cards himself. So. Matt's brother has old cards, wants yep. cash. Is like, hey, hey, and, bro, can you? And his brother is like, you can't just take the money from it because then you'll be like, yeah, no one wanted them. Here's one cent 10- for this underground. Yeah, scene, exactly. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but accept any price from anyone else. Yes. Uh, among the cards was a playset of Sensei's Divining Top, which Matt wanted badly but couldn't take himself. I offered twenty bucks for all four of them, which were around thirty and forty dollars each so at the time. Five dollars each, right? So for a forty dollar card, one sixth market price. Yes. Yeah, 12% market price or whatever. Yeah. Uh, since no one else followed the competitive scene, so no one else had made offers on them. He accepted, handed me the cards, and I immediately offered them back, the set of them back to him for $100. 20 each. Still well below market value. He took it, and I used the cash to buy another stack of absurdly cheap cards. The $100 got me five Zendikard fetches, two duck depths, and more. And the next week, I took the stack to my LGS and sold everything for just short of 400 which I took to a jeweler that day and bought an engagement ring for my now wife. 
Well, at the time, I felt like a real winner, but looking back now, I feel bad for taking advantage of my friend. Even though I'm obviously very happy with the result, I feel like I may have crossed the line in my path to get there. This does not leave a good taste in the mouth. No. No. This does not, like, it's it's because... It's letter of the law, spirit of the law. Exactly right. And this is the comment that people make on the Discord as well. Like, you haven't technically broken any rules, but this is... Matt's brother's kind of a jerk here. How so? As well. Hey, I want you to sell all of these cards for me. Yeah. Um, I don't want you to buy any of them. They're my brother. Um, I'm not going to do any research whatsoever of my own to look into how much they're worth so we can work out a deal between the two of us. Mm. Um, but I need you to sell them to anybody, um, but also take any price no matter what. He set them up for, with those are ridiculous parameters. I didn't really think about that. It's funny. I just looked at the rules like, okay, those are the rules. They're ridiculous rules. Yeah. You're kind of asking for it, I guess, at that point. You're asking to be taken advantage of when you... When yeah, he, he's okay with being taken advantage of so long as his brother doesn't benefit from it. What? That's Anybody who's interested in magic cards how, are going to know these cards. I don't know if it's you or I'm just a dumb idiot, but, like, <laughs> you have an ability to, like, look at a problem. Like, you'll put a you'll put a problem in front of Dennis, right? And he'll just mm-hmm. get it and, like, turn it around like a shadow puzzle in Resident <laughs> Evil and all of a sudden it just looks like something completely different. Yeah, this is like, sure, so many birds is like probably taking advantage of someone here, but like this is someone who has, has, has set up this- Matt's like- brother set himself to be taken advantage of. He knew that. He said accept any price whatsoever from anybody so long as you personally, Matt, don't get anything out of it. That's outrageous. Yeah, that's pretty bad. It's that's not just bad, it's stupid. Yeah. yeah. It is a little bit malicious and like shitty towards his brother, but it's also just like moronic. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think- anybody like- who wants to buy these Sensei's Divining Tops- know how much they're worth mm. matt presumably knows how much they're worth i think he's just hoping he doesn't trust his brother to not take advantage of him but is hoping he'll trust random strangers not to as well and that's awful i guess like it depends you're putting a lot of yeah you're putting a lot of responsibility on matt there no but you're not because it's like you know if you said to if you said to your brother like oh please try to get a good deal for them he's not even saying that he's like take any offer Take any offer so long as you don't make as it. Long as, as long as you're not making it. Like, because the, the you'll more, definitely cheat me. The more equitable thing to do there was like, here are these cards, price them for me, and I'll sell them to you at like 50%. Or like as 75%. payment for the time you put in pricing them or whatever. Right. You know, whatever. Whatever it is. But like, it's such a quick conversation. Hey, I'm Matt. I really want this sense as divining top, bro. They're worth maybe 35 bucks each. Can I get them for 25 Yeah. Which is what he got them for in the end yeah. from so many birds. Yeah. While so many birds is in it, just just absolutely going to town Total on this collection, right? Because so many birds just turned. So for those of you who had trouble following the story, it was it was it was tough for me to begin with. So many birds bought the Sensei's Divining Tops for twenty dollars total, sold them back to Matt immediately, like while they were still playing with cards, yeah. right? For a hundred bucks, so just made eighty dollars out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Then used that money to buy more cards at mm-hmm. at rock bottom right rates. Then took those money that money to, the, to an LGS to a third party, yeah, right. And and you know here's the other thing as well because I'm, I'm coming down on the brother now as well. If that is ultimately what happens to the cards that they end up being sold at an LGS for enough to get a wedding ring, right, or an engagement ring, why doesn't his brother just take it to just a game take it to an LGS, man? You know what you do? You say to your brother, you say, Matt, can you take all these cards to the LGS, accept whatever they'll give you, mm-hmm. right? GameStop rules. You can take, you keep 10% or whatever, right? I just want to look at them, yeah. Exactly. And then if Matt's like, all right, well, I really want these Sensei's Divining Tops, or I really want any of the cards out of it, then the brother goes, fine. 
whatever the LGS will pay for them. Pay me for that. Pay, pay me that, that or maybe a little less because you're my brother. Or maybe a little more, apparently, because you're my brother and, like, I want to take it advantage just of make, you. I don't know if I don't believe Matt that he was uh, uh, he understood the terms of the deal or if Matt's brother is just an idiot. Let's let's assume that Matt's brother is an idiot because he's the- He's f- less likely to listen to the he's podcast. He's much less likely gotcha. to listen to the podcast, right? So it's, it's, uh, it's, it's very good that we found a scapegoat here instead of coming down hard on so many birds. Having said that, now that we know that Matt's an idiot or Matt's brother is an idiot- what are we going to say about what So Many Birds has done? This is the thing, man. So Many Birds is just taking advantage of a corrupt system. I see. I don't he, like it. I still don't like it. I don't I like it. I especially don't like that he ended up buying the engagement ring with it. That feels extra weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it's, I know once it's, it's cash, on his wife's it's finger, it's like bought with dirty money. Yeah. <laughs> bought with it, bought with filthy, just sensei divining tops laundering money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think so. So Many Birds definitely... I mean, the person he's screwing over, though, is Matt's brother, not his friend. Yeah. And Matt's brother has demonstrated he doesn't care. Or doesn't care enough or cares in the wrong direction. and ca- certain, or, or doesn't understand economics. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not into this behavior. but It doesn't it's, feel good. It's, it's because not, someone's being taken advantage of, but the yeah. person being taken advantage of, frankly, might deserve it in this case. I'll tell you this once again, and I know your Dennis, Dennis is going to come up with his hail corporate bootlicking mentality here, but like, I, I have to be honest and say, if this were happening to a company, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Now, why? Because it doesn't feel like a person, even though I know companies are made up of people and put money on the table for people and all now, the rest of it. What if Matt's brother was actually Subway? So, too many bir- so many birds has just taken advantage, like has eaten fresh one too many times here? Mm-hmm. It wouldn't bother me, and I don't. I, I know. I know that we've had this debate before, but like, I don't have like. I, if it were an LGS, I'd maybe feel a little bad because like it's a local guy, like it's a locally owned business or whatever. But if, if it were, you know, corporate, you know, a bad dentist, corporations. Whoa. So what if Matt's brother doesn't care how much money he gets from these cards because he's so busy busy at his job at a pharmaceutical company? Yeah, yeah. Or his job. At a puppy murder factory? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe. He's like, I don't care. I just need money to fuel my, my cocaine addiction yeah, because that's yeah. all we do at the puppy killing Sorry, factory. I got to get back. I work at the child grinder. Yeah. So <laughs> huck some more kids into the mechanism. I work. Sorry, I've got to go back to being a railroad baron, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've got to go back to the maintenance of my coal mining town. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. I'm Jeffrey Bezos. I am Jeffrey Bezos. Matt's brother, Matt Bezos's brother, Jeffrey. I don't like, care hey, how much money you get me. for these magic cards. All I need is a little bit of cash to fill my rocket to go to space again. It runs on money. It runs on money. <laughs> the lightest fuel of all, US dollars. Oh, dear. Yeah, Um. what you did isn't good. It's <laughs> so not. It's not great. It's not. But... um. Matt's brother set himself up for such so much taking advantage of. Like he went out, he went out yeah, in the rain that. That doesn't justify just, taking it. Just because someone like just because someone is walking down the street with their wallet hanging out of their pocket, that doesn't make it like okay to take the like to pickpocket them. Well no, but he hasn't done that. He's put his wallet on the ground and said, I don't care if someone takes it. He acknowledged the risk and was like, I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, that's a it's a little yeah it's a little heavy handed, but it it's it is closer to that, I guess. I don't know, he man. Out, he went out without a rain jacket and he caught a cold. I I don't think. So I don't think so many birds is definitely not pure in the eyes of the Lord. I was going to say I don't think zero percent of responsibility is uh, is on so many birds, but I don't think a hundred percent. No, Matt's brother is either an idiot or um, or an idiot or a moron. 
or a moron one or of those an two. asshole to, or it is definitely an asshole to his brother don't like that oh wait hang on oh no no older brother fine older in brother clear. in the clear in the clear very good. Very good. I would never. I would. I would sooner burn the magic cards than have give Oliver. Than have than have my brother profit off of them. Wow. Yeah. One more. <sighs> One more. Uno mas. One more. Question here from Mario from the from uh, on the petite side of Sergeant Sandman. Yeah, this is the little Sergeant Sandman. Little Sergeant Sandman. You've seen right? Big Sergeant Sandman. Now get ready for little. Now get ready. Pocket size. Honey, I sh- honey, I shrunk the kids too. Let's go. Honey, honey I shrunk the little the, the Sergeant Sandman. As you might remember, I definitely don't. I submitted a question. What are you talking about? I remember. I remember both the questions that Little Sergeant Sandman submitted. Episode eighty and episode ninety nine. I remember them I remember them very very clearly, very distinctly. Did you search the word Sandman. I'm not gonna get into that. We let's come on, we got don't have time to All right. I we got, a question let's crack on with a question, Dennis. Let's friends go. to play magic with me. I actually do remember this. Uh, many people suggest a game similar to it to get them interested. I have since purchased Smash Up and the Marvel expansion, and we are all fans of the Marvel What is Smash Up? Smash Up is it's like a um, uh, it's a like top game. trumps like it's a, pardon, is it like top trumps, up trumps, it's top trumps you know top, top trumps? trumps no 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 it's like a um, it's like a deck building game. Roger, okay, yeah. Purchase Smash Up of the Marvel expansion since we're all fans of Marvel comics and movies, and it's been a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. One has even started learning magic now since I haven't been badgering them about it. I remember this because I talked about how it ruined. No no, no wait no 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 it's like Jumpstart. Right, you just it's like jumpstart. It's not. It's not deck building. Off. It is. It's like yeah, the jumpstart is the opposite of deck building. It's deck smashing. Yeah, well, that's what it is. So de- yeah, de- smash up. There are like different factions, right? And you, like jumpstart, you you take the pirate faction and you and take in this case the, you take the, you take Hulk and Captain Marvel, or whatever, whatever, and then you put them together and yeah, yeah, yeah okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. However, my family has also took a liking to the game, and I've never enjoyed playing games with them as much since I always try and play optimally, no doubt because I try to optimize everything yep. now, thanks magic, yep. and they never do. As a result, I often end up losing or getting frustrated because they do something suboptimal that hurts me. Mm. Now, in Smash Up, they always target whoever has the most victory points at the time. I assume that's what VP stands for. The most vice presidents at the time. The most vice presidents at the moment with all their kills and hate spells because they are quote-unquote winning and never consider the long-term implications of the board yep, state. Yep, yep, yep. Attacking the person with the most life, not the guy with... Who just cast empty the warrants? Well, that's it. Yeah, it's as as little Sergeant Simon says. It is basically. Oh, there we go. It's basically equivalent to targeting someone with the highest life in EDH. I didn't even read that next line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this causes me to get really frustrated as I'm constantly unable to recover a board state if I win the first base. Combine this with the fact that they take a long time on their turns. The result is I spend most of the game just watching them make decisions, having no options myself. I've tried telling them to focus more on the abilities of the cards, the possible outcomes, but they say it's too complicated and go back to what they always do. They tend to complain when I try to point out mistakes and flaws in the gameplay of any board game. What should I do to fix this? Mmm, the old people like playing the game wrong more than they like playing the game. I had a situation like this once on. with a game that has barely any rules. What is that game? Is it called Cards Re- Against Humanity? Called Real Life, Dennis? No rules, man. No. It's playing Cards Against Humanity yep. with Nikki and her sisters. Okay. Who are they're muggles. Pretty far they're pretty far removed from gamers. Yes. Yep. Like they like when you say a board game to them, they would think Monopoly and then Scrabble, they'd be like, Ooh, a real game, a, a gamer's game, yeah. like Scrabble. Like yeah. we're not busting out, you know, Twilight Imperium here. No, <laughs> like, they're looking at symbols other- of Katana Katana being like, That's yes. too much. Yeah. So we tried to play um we tried to play Cards Against Cards Humanity. Humanity. Yep. And the way you're supposed to play Cards Against Humanity is if I'm the judge, everyone give, I read the question, everyone gives me their prompts yep. anonymously. I pick one, which is the funniest, that person gets the point. Yep. They wanted us to have everyone submit their answers face up, including the person who was the judge. Okay. And then everyone vote on what they thought the funniest one was. Okay. 
At which point the game doesn't work anymore. Why is that? Because everyone votes for their own card. What if you don't vote for your own one? Sometimes they did, sometimes they didn't. What if, no, also, what if you make it a rule that you can't vote for your own, like in Jackbox? I, I suggested that. Yeah. They're like, no, sometimes mine will be the funniest. And I was like, this game doesn't... And they were like, no, no, no we'll just play this. And Nikki was like, I'd really rather just not this play. This isn't a game at this point. We're just reading the cards yes. in the box from front to back. Now we're just <laughs> now we're and, just reading cards. Yeah, okay. And they were like, we're trying to play a game. We thought you guys liked playing games. And I was like, not like this. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not asking you guys to play Gloomhaven with me. Yeah. Like maybe we you, could play. You, I mean, between the four of us, we lack the upper body strength to lift the. To lift a like we don't have enough people. Yes. We need industrial. Like we need a crane to get it out of the cupboard. So I definitely empathize with this situation. Um, there's nothing you can do. I think this is wow, a, just I like really that. Think nothing, I think there's nothing you can do. You may be able to pivot them to a different game that they do not have a preconceived notion on how to play mm. that is similar. Mm. And I hate telling you to just pivot these people to different games over and over again until they approach one correctly. This is just it's just classic. Like this is just this is just classic noob behavior, you know? You mm-hmm. look at a you look at a situation they've got the highest life total in EDH. Who's winning? They must be winning. Go after mm-hmm. them, you know? And this makes it impossible for like Unless you can disguise that. Like, whenever I, like what I, one thing I always really enjoyed doing playing Settlers of Catan against people who weren't, weren't very good is being one road away from longest road at all times, mm-hmm. one army away from largest army at all times, being Try able to just. One turn, basically. Pardon? <laughs> Try to win at the end and all. Well, that's, go, that's the thing. Like, I'd be on six victory points, and, you know, and then I'd just be like, okay, blah, 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 new city, EDH, new this, like that. Ha- I win. EDH and Catan and games like Civilization, if you play multiplayer or Risk, all have the same sort of mechanic where the biggest advantage you have is the delta between your actual power and your perceived power. Yes, and it is is a downside, especially with players who don't have very good threat and risk assessment, to Mm -hmm. for you to seem like you're ahead. I mean, I think maybe you teach them a lesson is the other option. Can you hide how ahead you are? Can you throw the first base to win the rest of the game? I guess, like, it depends what the at- attitude is like at the table, right? If you're having a good mm-hmm. time anyway, then one thing that- It I, like, feels like Little Sergeant Simon is not having a good time. Well, I was going to say, this is more more yeah. general, like, more broad, not just necessarily for the situation. But, like, I-, I used to play a lot of board games with kids, right, as a as a primary mm-hmm. school teacher. That's a whole different thing. And, yeah. Well, one of the things I would do, I've talked about this, is I would handicap myself. And I'd be honest with the kids. I wouldn't be like, I'm not letting you win. I'm just going to- You can all start with seven cards. I'm going to start with five, and let's see if I can win, right? And sometimes you do, and sometimes you don't. And the conceit is because your brain is four times the size of theirs. Sure, it, it it but you know after you dumpster them a couple of times, you can just say to the kids, "Hey, if you want this to be fun, I'll I'll put like I'll I'll give myself a bit of a handicap to make sure it's a bit more fair." You know, won't some kids refuse that though? I mean, I don't know. Like the kids that I was playing with, a lot of them didn't really care about winning or losing. You know, they were just they're just there for to have a good time. I don't think that's gonna. I don't think that works these kind of situations though. But that's what I was gonna say. I don't. I don't in this situation. I don't think you can say to the table, oh, I'm so good at this game. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to crush you, so I'll handicap myself. But you can- Well, here's the thing. You can't do Lil it Sergeant internally. Is, I don't know. Well, Little Sergeant Simon's not winning. He's losing because he's getting picked on. Yeah. Riley, he's being unfairly targeted. Yeah. Actually unfairly Actually targeted. Actually targeted. I mean, I can relate to that every time I sit down to play ADH. That happens to me. Maybe, maybe you just can't do anything here. It's not often, Dennis, that we put <laughs> yeah, something in a too stumped. hard basket, but like- what should can I you do Google to the answer this? to this one? That, can we get the walk, the smart walkthrough up for this one? What's that? 
Can we, like, we're stuck. It's a puzzle. Oh, we need the smart walk now to Get find the, the answer. Walkthrough. Get the smart wiki open. Have a look what the answer to little Sergeant Sam's question is. The smart walk, what, is it, what would the smart walkthrough say? I think it has three things. Mm. It says, number page one says get good. Yeah. Page two, it says it's about finding a balance. Yes. And page three says communicate. And that's probably it. And the, and the other, like, there are supplementary materials. Can we blame someone who doesn't listen to the podcast? Yes. Yes. Blame them. Page four says use coupon code SMAR. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And page oh, that's, five that's is a hotly, detailed- that's, that's the subject of a hotly disputed edit war. Page five is a list of some jungle paths for League of Legends yeah. in season 10. And then the rest is just a Metal Gear Solid wiki. The rest is just a Metal Gear, it's just, it's just the entire Metal Gear Solid wiki. And a review for Breath of the Wild that the Zero Stars. Breath of the Wild, Zero Stars. So th- there are some things we can point out here. Little Sergeant Salmon says, um, they complain when I try to point out mistakes and flaws in the gameplay. Just don't. Just don't. Like, these aren't people who want to hear that. They're not people who want to get better. They're playing games. You know what you do? I know we're probably just exo- we're, we're in the pockets of big board game here because we're just telling you to go and buy more games. Buy games that are just so variance-based that, like, there's no... go. And, you know what? Go and get Hungry Hungry Hippos. Have you seen the meme of um, Le Chiffre in Casino Royale? Go on. Oh, yes. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, well, Mr. Bond, it would appear your hippos didn't have quite the appetite you expected. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's really good. Honestly, go out and buy like games that are higher on variance and lower on strategy because that's the only way you're going to have a game that feels like it's even remotely like equitable. equitable. You've got to have the variance be something that is standing in for the, the differential. Alrighty, are, we, are you about to advocate? That someone listening to this podcast, a gaming podcast, goes out and buys a copy of Monopoly. No, no, definitely not Monopoly. But there are other games like you could you could go and or just like just cat really casual games, right? Like games where winning is not the object. I'm not going to say break their spirit. Get Twilight Imperium. Go and show these people real games. Yeah, go and get Terraforming get Mars. Sit there, force them to listen to, like force them to learn the game. Right? You got to get wood to get wood to win the game. Get wood to get wood to get wood to win the game. Got the Sword of Cthulhu door. Um, for people who don't What's listen the, to Auntie Donna, ta- it's going to be very confusing. Go on. How long does um, Twilight Imperium take to play? Three to eight <laughs> Three to eight players. Yep. Play time. This is the longest play time I've ever seen in the game. You ready for this? Anywhere between five and 14 hours. <laughs> 14 hours, dude. <laughs> 14 hours. That's two days. That's a part-time like- job, man. That's two shifts and a full-time job yeah, almost. Yeah, exactly. You can't count lunch breaks. Yeah, like. That's ridiculous. Um, I'm sorry that we don't have much in the way of advice, little Sergeant Sandman. It sounds like you're in a rubbish position. I think I don't... I, it sounds like you have make, made reasonable steps and taken reasonable efforts to try to get... Try to find some common ground between these these casual players, these scrubs, and your enormous brain gaming, um, you know, position. You wait until they fall asleep and try to wrinkle their brains and then see if that humpers. Get a little head massage in. <laughs> just doesn't it doesn't sound like that common ground is there. And I'm sorry to sorry to hear it. They are not looking for the same thing from the game you are. That's, yeah, that's they it. will not have fun playing the game you want to play. And you're not having fun game playing the games the way that they want to play. So you've either got to find a game that is going to cater for both, and it's probably got to be something that's very casual. It just removes agency from right? the game. Yeah, yeah, but that's the problem. That's probably not going to be something you're really going to enjoy. This is rough. I think just cher- just cherish the time with your family you have when they want to play games with you, even if they're not playing them right. All right, Dennis. Okay, didn't need to get all like wholesome and bleh, disgusting. <laughs> we're done. Excellent. We're done. Um, we're not going to do 
Charizard Me River because we kind of did Charizard Me River. The whole show is Charizard Me River. Well, we did, we, did, we did Age of Empires chat at the beginning. Yeah, I want to. I got to get off. I got I got build orders to practice to smash. No, this I want to do new. chicken chat. You want to do chicken chat? I want to do chicken chat. I want to do. Bark, 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 bark. I want to do scrimy from no pro- the bathroom. Poultry scry poultry scrimy from the hen house. Coop me from no something. Anyway. I went. I came visit you, Dennis. Peck me a river. I came and hung out at your place. Right, we had a great you time. You did a while ago. Now, yeah, had a great time. The very next day, it wasn't the very next day. It was on a Saturday. Two days after I left, I believe you left on a Wednesday, actually, but that's okay. If you were telling me this story, it would be the evening that I. Left. If you, if you, if I, I would have been on the way home from the airport. Exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you had all your friends around. And you I had were, two friends around, thank and, you very much. And you were eating fried chicken with hot sauce. So we... Now, Dennis, I have, you, I have a question for you. Why? Well, what have you done why, to deserve why, this? Why, why would you... We had the opportunity. We could have hung out at your place. We we went. We ordered, like, Big Macs or what, what is it called? Macs? KFC. We got KFC. No, oh, we got Supermax. We went to Supermax, exactly. Who famously was sued by McDonald's, McDonald's in, in Ireland because mm-hmm. they were like, no, it sounds too much like McDonald's. They sell like... What and a, they lost. And they lost. EU, let's go. Um, why did why didn't you do that? Like we had people around, we could have done it when I was there. So we, for those of you unaware, um, if you ever seen Hot Ones, which is a show on YouTube where they interview celebrities who get eat, eat increasingly hot sauce wings, which I like. I like hot sauces. Yes. I, I know I'm, I'm a huge wimp when it comes to food. Generally, I don't like weird food like mm-hmm. vegetables, but. Uh, I love, I, I really like spicy food. Go on. And these are really, really, really hot sauces. They get more isolated as they go yeah, along. Yeah. Um, and we ordered the kit to do it mm-hmm. and it didn't arrive until I think at Steve's place, like Thursday afternoon. And I left on the Wednesday. You left the day before. Convenient. Uh, but mm. you're going to be back here in December. Let's go. I'm, de- I'm down to do it. Well, hot, so, hot twos. Right, hot twos. I bet you do have some hot twos the, the day after, Dennis, don't you? <laughs> so, um, how was it? Cause you said you hated and you're never going to do it again. Uh, I'm glad I did it. So what does it involve? You eat, you have chicken, and you dip it in you the get sauce. Chicken wings. So we, first of all, we had to go to a chicken wing place and be like, "Hello, can we get chicken wings? No sauce." Yeah, and they're like, "So just the basic buffalo sauce?" And we're like, "No, no, no. actual no sauce." I want you to cook the wings, and at the point where you would toss them in the sauce, just put them in a box. Yep. And I think they just thought because this is like an Asian owned place, yep. I think they just thought we were really, really, really white. Yes, because the guy was like, "Do you want the sauce on the side?" And I was like, "No,", no, no, and, he was, no. And, he, and he handed it to me, and he was like. Do you want ketchup? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, I have sauce at home. Do you want, do you want some mayonnaise or is that too spicy he, he for you, white like, boy? <laughs> he was like, garlic mayonnaise, the spicy one, maybe? Yeah. He's just worried about handing you a, a box full of dry chicken that you're going to choke on when yeah. you go home. But so how was, how the, was the experience? So I'm looking at the Scoville scale. Oh, how many scopes are we talking here? Of the hot sauce. How, many, how familiar are, with the sco- are you with the Scoville scale? I know that it goes right. into the millions. Yes. Yeah. So. Here we go. Season 16, which is one that we did. Mm. They, this company that makes, makes these sauces makes two, a couple of the sauces on the list and then a bunch of them are other ones. Okay. So what we did was we bought, got all the wings. It's 10 sauces altogether. Mm-hmm. So I would take, you know, for me, Nikki, Steve, and Jeff, I'd take four wings, toss them in one sauce, put them on the side, wash the plate, yada, 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 et cetera, yep. et cetera, et cetera. And the names of the sauces, Riley, are something else. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, there was one that there's a, there's a famous place in Glasgow called Bucks Bar. Mm-hmm. And they had this sauce rack that has all these imported fancy hot sauces where you can just go and have as many as you want. And one of them was called uh, Dr. Collins. No, Dr. Dr. Collins Anal Cleanser, I think it was called. It was something like that. Doctor, it was the colon cleanser. 
Colon cleanser hot sauce. Colon cleanser hot sauce by Dr. Anal or something like that. The word anal was in there somewhere. Anyway. Uh, it yeah. was by Professor Fart Pounders. Profe- that's what it was. It wasn't anal. Professor Fart Pounders colon cleanser. That's what it was. And i uh, tell you what. Does what it says on the tin, Dennis. Anyway, go on. So, Riley, that sauce yeah. is about 100,000 scoffers. Yeah. So we tossed all that. We had, we got some bread, we got some milk, we got some ice cream. Yep. Ready, just in case things went south. Mm-hmm. And they did. Oh, yeah. They went very far south. All of us made it except for Nikki. She only made it 8 out of 10. Oh, all of you made it all the way through? Mm-hmm. All right. So where did you start? How many scopes did you start with? 1700. 1700. So Which what, is kind of like, like this Cholula hot sauce is probably something in that range. Like, yeah, uh, I think a habanero. What, um, like, like, what, what, what's, what's Frank's hot sauce? Which is what most yeah, people. Yeah, actually, that, that's a good one. Frank's. Frank's sauce is what, is what most buffalo sauces are made with, yeah. and that's 450. Yeah, so not very hot. So three of those is number one on this list. Sorry, do that again. Because the first sauce in here is 1700. That's a better way to do it. Okay, sure. All right. So the first, you're already starting pretty The first hot. sauce is three times as hot as Frank's Red Hot. Yes. Yep. Yeah, okay. And that's the hot, just called the classic hot sauce. Then it goes Yellowbird's Bliss and Vinegar Hot Sauce, 6200. Delicious sauce. Mm-hmm. Would recommend. Yep. Hoff and Pepper Hoff's House Hot Sauce, 14.5. Yeah, 36,000, 57,000, 67,000. I like hot sauce, but like I'm probably already ducking out at like number three or four. 118,000. No. And then Da Bomb, Beyond Insanity, is where it all goes off the rails, rather. Yeah. That one is 135,600. And it feels like you've been shot. I don't know how else to describe it. It was painful to eat. Yeah. Now, flavor-wise, some of these are good flavors. Some of them, some of them had that, like, green curry paste flavor mm-hmm. to them, which I hate. I hate that flavor. Yeah. Um, but the, Da Bomb is not fit for human consumption. No. And if you watch the show, that's everyone's consensus is it all goes south after Da Bomb. The bomb is definitely the worst one. But that's not number 10. Hel- number 8. Number 8. Hellfire Hot Sauce, 700,000 Scoville. Hot Ones, The Last Time Apollo, 2.1 million. Oh, wow. So the, the last one, they're, they're not even like, hey, just a little bit further. Just one more, a little, just a little bit. They're like, all and right. it's tradition to put a little bit of extra sauce on the last one. You toss it and you dab a little bit on top. That's why it's called The Last Dab. Um, it was fun? Is it no. The, or is it called it The Last memorable. Dab because you get up, dab, and then immediately die? And then die, Yeah. yeah. Um, it was one of those things where you know that in five or ten minutes the pain's going to go away, mm. but you still. Oh, it's like I'm when you not- stub your toe on the corner of the kit of the, like, the coffee ah, table. You're yeah. like, I'm dead. I'm. This is the rest of my life now. Is this pain that I'm in right this now? Is pain, yeah. And your brain's like, you'll be fine. Give it thirty seconds and you'll feel okay. Be like, no, no, I'm yeah. dead now. It took quite a while to feel okay. Holy Steve moly. was pumping sweat. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I bet. I'm excited to see you do it. Actually, I wish it had arrived on time. I really do. Um, I wonder how it'll go. I, I, I'll say like probably I'll get to like three or four. Three or four were in the four, three, I'd say 4.5 or whatever on, on the one to 10 scale yeah. here is the hottest sauce I would ever be like, hmm. Yeah. I'm glad. I, and even then I was like, whoo. That's, that's what I'm kind of imagining. Cause I've had some hot sauces. Some, like when I go to Bucks Bar, I'm always like, I'll, I'll get one that's a little hotter. And I do that. Oh, all right. That was fun, but I'm not doing that again. But the problem is that's a three on this yeah, scale. Yeah, exactly. So now I'm getting, oh man. All right. Well, let's do it. It'll be fun. And then. TMI folks at home. The next day. Oh my goodness. Mm. So I, I, you need, I, you know, I you need I'm, to call, you need to call John from, from tiles and tiles and what is tiles and tiles. Yeah, yeah, tiles. Yeah, yeah. I blasted a hole in the ceramic. You need a new, you need a new, new toilet. It, one thing was I was had to go to the bathroom a lot. Yeah. Second thing was I'd finish and cut and stand up and I'd be like, it's just so toasty. Oh yeah. Like I, uh, there was definitely a warm glow. And there's only so many clothes you can take off. 
Dennis is looking like a broken man right now. He's slumped to about a you quarter. Could, if you zoomed in my eyes, you'd hear gunfire and helicopters. Yeah. Like, it was brutal. Yeah. You hear the squawking of chickens. <laughs> and the, yeah, and the, was... dry, the dry clumping of the... Uh... I'm doing it again with different people this coming weekend. Um, I'm not doing it. Oh, really? I will get some nice buffalo wings, You're on, you're please, on, you're on spectator mode, are you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not doing it again. Will you do it when I come? Yeah. All right. Excellent. That's good. I'm going to have to reorder. We might run out. You use a lot of sauce tossing them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Worst case, we'll figure it out. Can we get boneless wings? No. Okay, I'll get boneless wings. Those are chicken nuggets. That's fine. I'll do it on chicken nuggets. You know I don't like eating off the bones. Gross, mate. I can't get anywhere here that does boneless wings, actually. Uh, McDonald's will sell you chicken nuggets, obviously. Yeah. Do they have chicken selects at McDonald's? Yeah. Yeah, They're really good. They're really, really tasty. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, sorry, okay. this is devolved. Dennis and I can have this chat off air. We don't need to talk about the relative merits of different fried chicken at first yeah, we're, pa- we're past 60 minutes here. Thanks for listening to this podcast that is increasingly less. Uh, first was increasingly less about magic. Now it's increasingly less about gaming. Yeah. About well, we chicken. said episode 200. Now, what is it going to be? A food a food critic podcast. Mm. Thank you for listening, folks. Please head to channel.com, channelfarber.com, and use code SMART on checkout so I can rub it in Raddy's face next week. I would massively appreciate it. And beyond that, Thanks to Jack and Corrupt. Thanks to you all for listening. Thanks to Riley. Thanks to me. Thanks to the cheese bags. Stay fresh, folks. Bye.